0: Plus. Oh,
1: recorded live. Yeah, I I got I'm to get to record this <laughs> stuff.
2: Hey, what's going on?
3: Hey, hang on Scott. I just. Yep. Oh. Can you hear me, right? Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I told my girl, I got Carl Lendl on the phone. She's like, she got a big Kool Aid smile on her face. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Go I, yeah, I I, I,
1: eat, listening. I,
2: I listening.
3: That's I, good. I'm listening eat. to YouTube videos every night. At this point. but um, if you, well, uh, I was working so well, Now I could eat real good, man. What, what do you say happened?
2: Yeah, so basically, he arrested me for not having my license on me.
3: No, 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 man, what happened, I mean, I mean, I can't hear you, but I couldn't really hear you. I had to come inside, so I could hear you. Uh,
2: all right. All right, so, want me to stop from the beginning?
3: Yeah, go ahead, man. You said you, I heard you went, went to a bank to open up a bank account.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was I was at TD Bank, opening up a bank account, and um, I had parked the car in the corner illegally, you know, because I thought I was going to be quick or whatever, I didn't think, so I saw, a, I saw a cop come around and pull up behind me, so I left TD Bank to go move the car, and then... The cop was like, oh, no, oh, summons or whatever. I didn't get a ticket or whatever. So I said, no, 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 I don't want a no ticket. I jumped in the car and and, and and pulled around and parked at the next parking spot, and he pulled the lights on me. So then, you wait, know, he's asking me, wait, like...
3: Wait a second, wait a second. You, you, you were parked illegally. You, you were parked in some place where you shouldn't have been parked.
2: Yeah, in the corner, on the corner.
3: And then what did you do? You said a
2: cop came up to you? Yeah, a cop came behind the car and started writing a ticket. So I told him, oh, I'm going to move the car right now. So I got in the car and and drove, like, literally one space in front of the car in front of in front of me. And then as soon as I did that, he put a light on me and pulled me over.
3: Right, right. And he, proceeded. He, probably, he probably thought, yeah. Okay, he might have been saying, like, yeah, you're trying to flee or something like that. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he proceeded to ask me, you know, license and registration. And I told him that my license was inside the bank. And, um, you know, asked me for my name and all this stuff. And, you know, I... You know, I wasn't too, I wasn't too friendly with him. You know, I said, you know, am I required to have a license to move my property from point A to point B, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't really understand none of this stuff. Right. You know? So then, so then I asked him for a supervisor to call the supervisor, you know, to call the supervisor over there because, you know, traffic infractions are not crimes, whatever. So then he called up for backup. So then he, he kept telling me he got the car. So finally I said, is that an order? Are you ordering me to get up the car? So he said, yeah, yeah. I said, so that's your wish. Do you wish for me to fulfill your order? I charge $10,000 per order, and I have it on video. So he said, yeah, yeah, get out the car. So as soon as I got the car, he handcuffed me. He handcuffed me and and arrested me and put me in the truck. So I said, why am I being arrested? He said, oh, because you don't have a license. So basically he handcuffed me, he put me in the truck, and when he put me in the truck, he kind of like, I don't know, almost broke my wrist. So they had me in jail in Providence Police Station in, in my city, for 17 hours, they they arrested me like around 6.30. So I didn't see the judge. I didn't get to the court till like 9.30 or 10 o'clock, and I didn't get released till like 12 o'clock. And um, when I was talking to the judge, you know, I asked her if it was a court of record, a court of record proceeding under common law. You know, she said, yes, yes. And I said, okay, all right, then um, is there, you know, is there a man here that has a verifiable claim? And she says, the government or whatever. I don't know the government or this. So I said, oh, it was the plaintiff here. Well, she wasn't really having it. She didn't care. So um, she So then I, I I just said, you know what, I'm I'm gonna grieve, man. You know, and I'm here by special appearance, and I I want to challenge subject matter jurisdiction. I just threw that out there, and she said, well. Then she said, well, if you think I don't know what she said, but she just basically said not guilty. So then today, I went for the for the pre and I have put a notice into the court. You know, that I am a man. You know, I require the plaintiff to appear. Um, and then I also wrote uh. I require the restoration of my property. Oh, because when they put me out of the car, they checked my pocket, and I had a pocket knife in there. You know, it's a three-inch three or 3 and eight, 3 and one eighth of an inch pocket knife. I bought it at a store, you know, just a, like a Cumberland Farms. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. one of those little variety stores. It was like a small pocket knife. I didn't even know I had it in my pocket. So I'm like, oh, bingo, and they charged me. So they basically charged me a criminal of, of having a, a weapon and obstruction of justice. That's what's driving <clears throat> me. So, to, so today they transferred it from district court to a supreme a superior court because right. I asked the lady today at court, you know, she wasn't being too helpful to the judge. So I said, "What is the nature of the person before this court?" So as soon as she said I said that, she just said, "Oh, I'm just transferring this to superior court." And I asked also, "Is the plaintiff here? Is, is there a man here that's going to verify his claim? Yeah. And when I asked her that, she said, "Oh, um, using the word plaintiff, this is a criminal matter. You know, plaintiffs is for civil matters or something like that." So I was yeah. like, what the fuck? He's talking about, you know? I was like, wow. I mean, whatever. But basically,
3: so and you, if uh, you know, like I said, uh, you, you just had to say to a fine plaintiffs, a you know, civil man, I say, fine, is the man or woman who's accusing me of doing something wrong here,
2: right? And she, she kept saying the government, because I said, look, I, I'm yep. here I'm here
3: of. I never met the, a man named Mister. Government.
2: Exactly me either. Oh, I never met a man named State of Rhode Island.
3: Yeah, but that's the thing. Did you you said the government is just Like, can I meet Mister the government or the Missus the government? Did you ask her that?
2: I said, um, she. I I think I said something to that to that effect, you know. And she kept, she didn't really like it that much, and she said, um, well, the Attorney General. She said something about the Attorney General and the legislator creates the laws, you know. She kept like talking. She didn't really want to answer, you know what I mean? Yeah. She kept trying to like like deflect the question.
3: And just uh, require the man to come forward. I don't care about you know. I don't care about a civics lesson, man. Right. And, right. I don't care if some legal entity you know believes I've done something. I'm looking for the man who's done something yeah.
2: wrong. Yeah, like um, there's a, like I, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure if you're on Facebook a lot, but there's like you know, there's a group I'm common law.
3: I'm never on Facebook.
2: Right, right. Well, there's, like, a lot of, you know, gurus now that want to be like you. You know, like, uh, there's, there's, like, two common law groups that I'm in, you know, they they know, they listen to a lot of your shows to their ears bleed. You know, these guys are, like, into it, and me too, you know, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always listening to this stuff. And <clears throat> some guy has some some notice, you know, that I kind of used, and I put it, I, I followed it into the court <laughs> last Thursday.
1: Mm-hmm. I have
2: a notice, and um, she read the notice. She goes, yeah, I don't really understand this, you know, this notice, because notice said, you know, I require the payment of pay, I require the restoration of my property, poseys, And I gave them three days after the receipt of the notice and the notice I sent it certified mail and they got there on Monday. But then I filed one on Thursday also, last Thursday. So I said, you know, after three days of receipt of this notice, I require one dollar per second that my property is not restored. And they just basically like they don't give a shit. They just ignore it. You know what I mean?
3: What she said she didn't she didn't understand it?
2: Yeah, she said, I don't really understand this
3: so what so what if she said she didn't understand it what did, what did you tell her
2: I don't even know I should have said what, what part don't you understand
3: no when you say well then you know if you wish to recuse yourself you know and let somebody else who comes in here who does understand that'd be fine
2: who's more competent right yeah
3: Yeah. well no just if, if you don't understand it if it's, if it's you just you know recuse yourself and have somebody who come in here who, who does understand that's no big deal Right,
2: right, right. Yeah, that, and that's no, funny because I I had just read that too about the recuse of that. You had told somebody else that. Yeah, I think you had told the judge that one time too, that to recuse themselves that they didn't understand or something. Well,
3: yeah, they don't. They say they're not. They usually say they're not qualified. I mean, they're, right, they're not, right. They're not insured.
2: Right, right. Yeah, see, like in the heat of the moment. You know, so many things, and you, I just can't remember everything I saw. I mean, if I knew half of what you knew, I wouldn't even ever even have to go to court. You know what I mean? So I'm like I'm just so I'm just so mad that, you know, false arrest, false imprisonment, well, it doesn't I mean this is trespassing, everything's a trespass, but I mean seventeen hours, you know, and I was away from my son. I got a two year old son over here. I've never been away from him, you know, at night nighttime at, at night, you know what I mean? Like I spent a day over there, he, he woke up in the morning, where's daddy? You know, that's not that's not cool, man, you know, that's
1: just
2: I don't know. But I don't know. So so I guess a lady transferred enough to superior court. Because when I, once I asked her that, she said, oh, what's in, what's in the superior court? So I'm just I'm just wondering, you know, what, what should I do now? What's my next step? I just I just sent you a donation, too, right now, right when you called me. I was just on PayPal. No, oh, wow well,
3: No, if you <laughs> <wanna watch. laughs> don't uh, want to what? You you don't want me to ask you that question, hey, if you do <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, no, no. Yeah, I always even – you know what's the craziest thing, right? It's fucking crazy. I don't. The last time I donated like twenty bucks the day before I got arrested. So on Wednesday, I just like I just for some reason I just, I just wanted to donate. I'm like yeah, let me give you twenty bucks, Colin. Cause I'm always listening to you and everything. So boom, the next day, I'm, so I donated twenty on Wednesday. On Thursday, that shit happens to me. I'm like, wow, what are the fucking odds of This shit happened the day after I donated to Colin. You know what
3: I'm saying? Uh, like, that's
2: funny. That, that's fucking unbelievable. You know what I mean? I mean, if you check the day I donated Wednesday and, and the thing happened on Thursday, like that's just who would have thought something like that? You know, I, I don't know. That's just crazy. But I just don't need a hundred right now on PayPal. You know, just yes. just because I know you're busy, man. I don't want you to think that I want anything for free. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
2: But I just I just want to be let alone. Well, now, I just want to be let alone.
3: Well now you gotta find out who picked up the case at the Superior Court. You gotta find out who's been assigned to it.
2: I, the judge that picked it up?
3: No, the prosecutor who picked it up. The the judge is there to defend you. The judge is you know, the, the the judge is basically a, he, the attorney's prisoner. The prisoner is the attorney, you know. So, no, you're not going after the judge, you know.
2: No, 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 yeah, yeah the prosecutor, okay.
3: But You want to look for the prosecutor. You want to look for the guy who wants to hang you, you know, right. and you try ask him where he gets his authority, you know, to do such an act on whose behalf. Right. And then he's going to say the people and then you just say, okay, can you bring one of the people, just anyone, I mean any one of the people, just a single one, and then he says, why is it just do like, you know, you could say, well, look at Gore versus Bush 2000 what the Supreme Court say Al Gore forgot to bring one of the people, just one of the people from Florida. Since there was none of the people, you know, who was harmed or injured or accrued a law
2: case, they right. had
3: to dismiss it. Yeah, they dismissed it. They threw it back to Florida. So it's that simple. It's the prosecutor. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You could actually play something that simple or a prosecutor. Don't you remember that case? Without mm-hmm. one of the folks, you have no case. So which one of the people do I owe a debt to? Which one of the people have I done something to so I can compensate them and tell them I'm sorry and pay them so right. I can go for so, my life?
2: So first thing I do is find out who the prosecutor is.
3: Yeah. Find can you want to write them a letter? I find out who's going to sign the case. And then, you, then, and then they're, they're going, going to say nobody's going to be assigned they're going say they're going to tell you nobody's been assigned yet. And then they're going to say okay, you know who's got Who's got control of this case? Is it a state matter? Is it a county matter? Is it a city matter? Who's got it? Well, it
2: says says state of Rhode Island versus my name.
3: They'll tell you. Okay? Okay. And then you're going to find out if it's the state of Rhode Island or the Commonwealth's (laughs) attorney's office who's got charge of it, or you're going to find out if it's the state attorney general's office. You're going to have to find out who actually is going to do the prosecuting, who prosecutes both cases in that court, it could right. be the general's office, or it could be the state's. Uh, att- this could be a state's attorney's office. Uh, there's going to be a difference between like the state's attorney general's office, because sometimes they, most times, most state attorney general's offices just um, um, depend when a, a state employee or state agent does something wrong. So it depends right. on what state you live in. You got to ask them. Is it like a Commonwealth attorney? Is it a state attorney? Is it the state attorney general's office who? is going to move this case through the court on behalf of whatever's on the top of the paper it could be the state of Rhode Island who is like
1: <laughs>
3: what agency is going to be moving this case through the court on behalf of whatever the hell's on the top the commonwealth or the state of or the county of I don't give a damn you're just going to call them up and say hey you know just call up the courthouse and say hey I I got a piece of paper here. It's a criminal uh, indictment or criminal charges and uh and uh criminal allegations whatever whatever they define it as at this point just call up the right. court and say who you know what 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 agency prosecutes this is it the state attorney general's office is the state attorney is it the, you know is this is it the county prosecutor's office who's going to who who's going to be moving this case to the court
2: <clears throat> right
3: and when is your uh, next hearing?
2: Uh, I have no idea. She said I didn't okay. have to sign anything. I didn't need to. to she, they said they're going to mail me something in the mail.
3: Okay, well, yeah, don't worry about that crap. I was just hoping you were going to say tomorrow or the next day. Fine, don't worry about it. Um, okay. just find out who the prosecutor is and, and start jumping his shit.
2: All right, so as soon as I find out the prosecutor, his name, do I send, it, do I send, him, do I send the, the next step that I say to the court or to his home address? How, how would that work?
3: No, you just you find out if it's the attorney. You find out where the attorneys are located. Like I said, they're going to say nobody's been assigned to this yet. You know, no assistant attorney. They, obviously, the attorney for the state is not going to take it on. Obviously, he's going to uh, give it to an assistant. Obviously, the head guy doesn't give a damn about you. So, uh, then he's going to send it off to somebody else. And uh, then all you have to ask for is, uh, he's still sending it to the top guy. You know, if find out it's this attorney general's office and you find out, uh, if they find out that they're the office that was going to move the case and say, his name is Bob Smith. You're just going to write a letter to Bob Smith. You're just going to say something simple, like, you know, like, dear Bob, greetings. Um, you know, my name is Richard and, um, I believe that you, uh, your office or, you know, uh. Uh, Well, like I said, the first thing is you you just say, I believe that you you and, you know, you uh, uh, are the, you can just say something like say, I believe you're the man, uh, are you the man who's going to uh, prosecute this matter in Superior Court or wherever you're located, District, Circuit Court, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's a simple question like that. And then just attach the charges to the paper. Right. Just say, see attached. Say, are you the man who's going to be, you know, uh, moving this matter in Superior Court? Let's just say, see attached. And say, uh, and I say to people, man, nowadays, I just tell people, man, just put a self-addressed stamped envelope in there. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, what was that? I said, I tell people nowadays, put a self-addressed stamped envelope in there, right? Okay. And put a piece of paper in there and just pick a checkbox, yes or no. And then just say yes or no, a separate piece of paper, and then just like, you know, put a line underneath there, you know, on the bottom for where you can sign his name. So that way, you don't want a long drawn out answer from the guy. Say, I just need to, I want to ask you a simple question. Yeah, you could just write him a letter like that. Like, say, Dear Bob Smith, greetings. I have a simple question for you, a simple yes or no question. Are you the man who's going to be moving this matter in Superior Court? Yes or no? And then you just and then he's probably going to check box the word no. And then uh, then you're going to say, okay, uh, is your office? And then you send him back another letter. Say, is your office going to be moving this matter? If you're not going to be, is a, is a, you know one of your assistants going to be moving this? To the mm-hmm. you know, is there a man who's assist you, or a woman who assists you, who's going to be moving it? Or just make it simple, yes or no, because right, that. Right. This, Two seconds to check box the word no, stuff it in a damn envelope and send it back to you.
2: All right, so just that's the first step. Then I uh, would we'll just do the one step at a time. Right, and then send, find that out that who the part,
3: that's what yeah, that's where you basically sign, send it every day. And then Well, You basically you could send a letter almost every day because you could send one today, and then you could basically say to yourself, uh, you could send them. Well, you could send them two letters tomorrow if you felt like it. You could say if you're not the man who's going to be moving it, is are you going to assign this uh, matter to another man or woman out of your office? And you know again, like box it yes or no. Then the next letter you can send is like, oh, since you are not the, uh, the man or the woman who's going to be prosecuting me uh, as moving this case to court, do you know uh, what the name of the uh, office or the agency that's going to be moving this matter through Superior Court? Right. Right. I so just send him letters like that. I just send, a, I, I just send him all three freaking letters. He could send him all three letters and three separate envelopes all at the same
2: time. <laughs> right, right, right. He's just,
3: he, he, just he, knowing he, simple he, stuff. That's yeah, cause, right, because he, that he, he, he can see that he knows what you, you're trying to avoid. You're trying to avoid any kind of ridiculous um, answers from him. You're trying to avoid any ridiculous, you know, three pages of nonsense. Just tell him yes and no.
2: Right. You know, I just right.
3: want the no answers from you. And see, they hate that. They hate just giving you just the yes or no answer. They That's hate right. it. They hate it. They, they want to give you <laughs> the, the judge wants to give you some lecture. you know, like, whatever the lady said to you, once she said to you, I don't understand what you're saying. And then when she goes off on this ridiculous nonsense, he says, ma'am, <clears throat> I asked you a yes or no question. I don't I don't give a damn how... I don't need a civics lesson. I don't need to know how the government works. I, I don't really give a damn. Who right. Who creates law? I asked you a yes or no question, ma'am. Is there a man right. here that's have done something wrong? That's all I know. Right. I don't need all. Well, I don't need a civic lesson, ma'am. I
2: yeah, she didn't. She didn't like that. She was like, "Oh, well, the government." She started then. She started talking about a bunch of shit that I was just like. I felt like I was just looking at her, watching her lips, and not even paying attention to what she was saying.
3: You <laughs> just let her run on her. You just let her do her thing. She just get her get on her bicycle and ride and say, "Okay, ma'am, you finished? Are you done? <laughs> You're done? You finished? Okay." The answer was yes and no. Is there a man that's going to claim I've done something wrong? Yes or no. Bottom line. Right. He's going to say no. So okay, so I've done no wrong. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes yeah. or no? All I want to know is I've done something wrong. Yes or no? That's all I don't give a damn. All I want to know, did I do something wrong? Yes or no?
2: Well, then she'll say, well, the government thinks that you broke the law here because the we had this criminal. The
3: answer is no or the answer is yes. Because a the lawyer, they'll give you the yes or no answer. That's why I say that you make just a box, a checkbox, yes or no for these guys from now on. You don't let these guys give you an answer in writing. You just give them a piece of paper, put a checkbox next to the word yes, put a uh, checkbox next to the word no. And if you want to put another line on there to say, you know, if you wish to explain, go ahead. And then just fucking put a blank area for him to sign his name. Say yes, no. And underneath it, just say, if you wish to explain, like, if you wish to explain, yes, you have space to do it. Right. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? No no, nonsense right. fuckers anymore. Just yes or fucking no. Exactly. And then explain your yes or no, that's fine. But all I want to hear out of your mouth is yes or no. I don't hear a damn thing other than yes or no. Right, right, right. You yeah. know, give me other shit after yes or no, that's fine. You can explain your yes all day, I don't fucking care. But you want to explain your yes, God bless you, I don't care. Right. You know, you no, were. Not cool. Right. I couldn't care less with your explanation. I don't care.
2: <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm just. I'm. I'm like. Yeah, I. I'm so <laughs> mad. You have no idea. These like 17 hours. You know. I, I, it's, that's. That's. I don't even know how to put into into like that's just ridiculous. I. I don't even. I'm so like. I'm. I'm talking about it right now. I'm like. I'm getting hot just thinking about it. Like.
3: Well I flew it. I came into Canada on an airplane, man. They held me for 23 hours. In a holding wow. cell. And I didn't do anything wrong. I said, Am I charging with that? And they said, Nope. I said, Am I, am I free to leave? They said, Nope. I said, You're me with a crime? Nope. I said, Are you detaining me? Nope. And it's funny when they brought me to the uh, like the local jail, uh, the local uh, county sheriff's department, or whatever the prison, they said, um, You know, are we booking him? Nope. Are we fingerprinting him? Nope. They said, Well, what's his name? They said, Don't worry about it. They said, He was never here. They said, Well you don't want to put it just put down like anything. John Do. Right. Was that, that was
2: that was that with the money situation?
3: No, no. That was when I flew in to uh uh Re- Re- Regina up in uh, Saskatchewan to help somebody with a drunk driving case. All
2: right, right, all right. It's just drunk driving
3: and they did all that nonsense of drunk driving. Wow. Well we've been going up there to you know, change the government. I was going there because some guy fell asleep in his driveway. And he was drunk, and the cops came to see if he was okay. And then they said he was drinking. They arrested him for drinking and driving. He's like, hey, it was a nice day. I had a couple of beers listening to the radio, and I fell asleep. Right. Yeah, in his so- own driveway. Well, all right. I wasn't a- going up to Canada to just create some sort of a, you know, let's, let's pull, pull the, the
2: company's charter. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, let's pull Canada's charter. Yeah, I was just up there Some a guy with a <laughs> driving charge, you know, and it was a simple one. Wow. The right, It right, well, gives them the right to come up with pro- private property and, uh, you know, arrest somebody.
2: Right, right. What's, 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 um, I was going to, um, I was going to send you like a package or something. What's, what's the mailing address? P.O. box? What is it? Oh, four forty 440,
3: Lexington, Virginia. 440, Lexington, Virginia. Yeah, 22980.
2: All right. Do you have, do you want, do you need like some cat food to sign? 'Cause Because I know you got a bunch of
3: cats. <laughs> Do I want what?
2: You want me to send you some cat food or something?
3: What, oh, you get a whole shitload of cat food at a good deal or something? What's up? You get cat food at a good deal or something, good price or something?
2: No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. I mean, something to, I mean, I just wanted just as a gesture, you know what I mean, of a good, you know, I don't know, just something that you might be in need of, or not in need, but I mean, something oh. that might be, a I don't know,
3: you know what I mean? I tell uh, Canadians to send me maple syrup, man.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was in Vermont. I bought, I bought, um... I went to a smuggler's run or whatever it's called. I bought a big gallon of that, man. That's I, I have it every, almost every day with pancakes or French toast. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff.
3: Yeah, that's what I tell people, man. Just send me maple syrup. Some <laughs> other guy oh. said, was sending me beef jerky, so that was good. Somebody sent me a hammer. I really appreciated that. I mean, I use <laughs> that all the time.
2: What What did he send you?
3: A hammer. H-A-M-M-E-R. A, a hammer.
2: Oh, a martillo. Yeah, really?
3: Yeah, huh it, is, it was, uh, what do you call it, titanium, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that thing, man. I beat the, I, I, you know, I have no problem swinging that thing,
2: you know? <laughs> Yeah, and I also seen if, I mean, I don't know if you needed, like, some help on the farm or something. I will go up there for, like, a weekend or something, help you move furniture, help you feed the animals, you know what I mean, whatever, you know. So yeah, I I'm, I even told my girl, look, I'm a, I'm about to take a week off of everything. Just go up there and help him for a week just so you can help me, you know, maybe with the butter, you, you know what I mean, something like that.
3: Yeah, just a man just came here from Farmville, Virginia, about an hour, two hours away, maybe, and uh, his 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 dad dropped him off. He's like fifty, sixty years old, and his dad dropped him off, and then his wife and kids picked him up last night. And uh, yeah, he helped me for a couple days. That was nice.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, something like that. I was thinking, I mean, if you guys if you need to meet up the club there or something or you wanted some help with something or moving up, you know, if you're having in the area, even over here in Rhode Island, you know, you need to play the spare, you need to be put up in a hotel, <clears throat> whatever, you know, just well, so you know out. you got a friend here.
3: Yeah, it worked out good, no, because he, uh, he, uh, he slept in the, uh, the, the office trailer, and, and I was glad, man, finally it's getting to the point where it's, uh, I mean, like, clean and – uh decent and stuff like that so he says man he said this is the first good night's sleep i had in a long time and i said wow. what Says about time. i said it's real nice and quiet where i live and he said um, i said yeah no, i don't know man i said i love sleeping in that office trailer of course i don't know man i said it's just really it just feels good i said i don't know what if it's because i got all the animals surrounding it or the dogs or cats. i don't know man i said but it just i sleep really good in that trailer for some reason he said yeah he slept really good in it too i said Mm-hmm. Built a, uh, you know, it's it's uh, the easiest way to describe it, I guess, would be like a uh, in the city. Uh, they had flower boxes. They built boxes in the city. Yeah, You are hanging out your window. So I, I connected two windows in the office trailer, sixteen feet apart, with a like a window box. But I made it. Mm-hmm. And the indoors. So yeah, on yeah, the but, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I put a roof on it and, uh, and walls in the front, so that the, 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 they had like five cats living in that uh, trail. And I It's like, oh man, I got to get them outside, but I, the dogs are just chasing to death. So uh, <laughs> I put them in this sixteen foot by two foot by three foot like attachment to the to the office trail. Now it's five feet off the ground and looks pretty cool.
2: Oh, oh okay, I see. <laughs>
3: that's way I keep that's them out. Cool. Yeah, that's why I keep them out of the house now and uh, right. I clean my damn house. Yeah, yeah. A damn office call up now, so it's nice, you know, so it's all right.
2: <clears throat> That's cool. But yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find out you know, who the who's prosecuting the case, you know, write him a letter. You know, like you said, you know, are you the man prosecuting this matter? Yes mm-hmm. or no. And then and with a an uh, a prepaid envelope so you can, you know, yeah, stuff it a, in and send it back a, to me.
3: Make a make a space underneath that say uh you may you may wish to explain you you can explain if you wish, <clears throat> you know, underneath it. You right. just you know, just trying to make look a look up. You know what you do? Take a picture of that thing before you mail it off and just send it to me and I'll tell you, hey, that looks cool. But I can almost guarantee you know what it's gonna look like, the answer thing. You can say right. like uh dear dear Richard and whatever your last name is, check box and on the that's right, checkbox yes, checkbox no. <laughs> and say so, explain right. you know, I wish to explain. I wish to explain yes you know. You may wish to explain, you know, then can make a couple of lines under there, his explanation.
2: Should I um should I handwrite that? Uh
3: yeah, I'd handwrite it. That'd be always a good idea, and then I'd print it just in case you said I can't understand your chicken scratch.
2: Right, right. You know. right. So I'm gonna do that then. I'm gonna try to find out as soon as possible. As soon as I find out soon as soon as I find out that, I'm gonna make that little letter. And do you receive picture messages on your phone?
3: Oh yeah. hmm
2: Alright. So cool. And um do you check your email recent uh often?
3: No, I, if I first when I first wake up in the morning, I might take a look at it, but uh, I, I I don't during the daytime now. But uh, right. during, uh,
2: that's fine. That's yeah,
3: when I wake up, I'll check mm-hmm. just real quick. If it looks amazing, I'll 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 answer it. If it looks, you know, I'm not answering this, and this is too much. Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. on and on. Too many words. You know, it's too simple. many sentences. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Call and Z. All right, man, I right, look I appreciate it. Um I sent that I sent that PayPal over there, so check that out real quick. And um I'll be sending you a picture message as soon as I get more information.
3: All right, good enough.
2: All right. Thanks man, have a good day. All right, you too man. Alright, bye bye. <coughs>
3: Yeah, I'm talking to some people, and <laughs> I'm recording this. is pretty funny.
0: Hello? Oh, you tried calling me a while ago.
3: Wait, yeah, how well
0: Yes, sir, I did. I got take
3: Hey, Carl, how you doing? Well, and you said you're talking to somebody now, or? Yeah, i was, but hey, I'll step away for a second. All right, H- hang on two seconds. Hey, hang on. Hang
1: on a second. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Talk to you. Please enter. oh, 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 you are
0: now joining the call. Oh, Carl. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm
4: good. How are you?
3: Not too bad. Yeah, I saw your name. I saw your number pop up on my phone this morning, but um, what did you... um? Yeah. Oh, well, first of all, um, what's your name, I'm saying, man?
0: What's your name? Malcolm.
3: Oh, okay. Malcolm. No. No. Yeah, because I don't have your... Your number doesn't... Your name doesn't save on my phone, you know what I'm saying?
4: Oh, okay oh okay yeah i called i've been calling you a couple days just trying to get a bit of information i did some research and uh i think i found the answer but i still like to get your opinion on something what's that okay i filed uh my claim and i'm sorry i filed my claim at federal court in my court and I made a mistake and included a person who was not diverse and they dismissed it on like January 29th. So on February 4th, I refiled it uh uh amended it to get rid of the person that was not diverse. And then um what are the what are the,
3: the person wasn't diverse?
4: The because they was in the same state. I made a mistake and included someone in the same city as me.
3: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Were you going after a man or were you going after a state actor?
4: Going after uh, this, there was three people. Uh, it was a man, the CFO of a corporation, of uh, two corporations, and then the last person who signed a document trying to do something to my property, administrate my property. So I included them. And then uh, and then there was another person that was here that was uh, a person that a that I was going to have and that person happened to be living here in Las vegas hmm.
3: and uh trying to, follow, so, trying to I'm trying to follow you man it's kind of uh, complicated man I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about okay
4: sure? uh, okay all right I had uh the wrong door was uh a corporation, two corporations and a person. uh uh, a man a woman shall i say and the woman was not diverse because they lived in the same they live in las vegas as well so when
3: you you see one okay so if you file as a man you can't sue a corporation you always file against another man
4: okay so
3: did you do that or didn't you do that i mean Bob can sue Joe, but Joe can't sue a pine cone.
4: Right, okay, the pine cone. So the man that controls the corporation, you can sue
3: him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 right, you sue the guy who sued the pine cone. You don't sue the pine cone.
4: Right, I, which is what I did. I put the the guy's name, the CFO who controls the pine cone name for the corporation. Right. And uh, And then... The person that wasn't, uh, the woman that wasn't diverse, was not. Con- I was not connected to a corporation, so I just had her name on there, and she was not diverse. So uh, they dismissed it for like subject matter jurisdiction, and then I refiled it uh, like six days later, and then the magistrate, when I was in the midst of reserving the my amended. Um, uh, case, um, the magistrate did. They he quashed my. The other side, the other parties submitted a motion to quash, and he said he was going to grant it because there was nothing before the court. He because the case had been dismissed on the twenty ninth, which means he was ignoring my new filing on the fourth. So, um, so what I did was uh, I, I sent a letter.
3: I guess like i said if i if I could actually see what you filed, it'd probably make more sense because, like I said, you say your name is Malcolm right
4: right Malcolm Brooks yeah
3: okay so, and then you, you then you were the you were the claimant you were the prosecutor what did you call yourself on that
4: I call myself the Green party prosecutor i a man the okay, Green party
3: prosecutor For Prosecutor, okay. uh-huh Okay, you just right. You can just say, yeah, right. You can just say prosecute. You don't have to agree. You can put down at the okay. bottom. Okay. Fine. But, um, uh, because, yeah, um, and then who did you put down underneath you in that caption?
4: Underneath, as far as the wrongdoers, so it's me and my wife on the claim together, we both are I a man, I a woman,
3: greed party,
4: prosecutors, and then... Yeah. What's the, what the line?
3: Just what, what I'm trying to say. Okay, let me try to stop that right in its tracks again, too. It, if, I, mean, I understand if you're making a claim that somebody's done you wrong, and uh-huh. your wife's claiming that somebody's done you wrong. That's two separate cases.
4: Oh, okay. So we should have filed separately,
3: right? Of course, because to me, it's like. Uh, you know, I claim that I believe in God. and You claim you believe in God. Yeah, but your version of God is not going to be the same as mine.
4: Right, okay, I guess.
3: Whatever's in your mind is not going to be what's in my mind. No matter how close we are related, or even if we're identical twins, I guarantee my belief or what I think God looks like or does or should or should not do is going to be different than what you believe. So, two people standing on the same claim makes it kind of tough. You see what I'm saying? Right, okay. You know, I mean, in the legal world, you could have 10,000 people, you know, filing a, a, you know, a lawsuit. That's fine, you know. You could could have one of these ridiculous class action lawsuits, that's fine. You know, where 10,000 people sue and they get $10,000 and everybody owes the attorney 50 bucks when it's all said and done, you know. No. okay. You know, but like I said, when you make a claim, make a claim. You know what I'm saying? You okay. could say, you know, your wife right. was impacted by it as well. That's fine. And, you know, she wishes to. She can make a claim. But I don't speak for her. You know, she she's her own person. She's her own being. Oh, okay.
4: All right. Good cool thing,
3: cool thing it could be like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, are oh, you forcing her to make this? Is this under her own free will? See, because right. before, okay. women, before women used to get married, the judge would bring them into a uh, into their office and ask them, you know, when they went to a justice of the peace, are you marrying this man because he promised you money? Did your daddy sell you? You know, did your daddy promise him something? Do you really want to marry this man? And if the woman says, no, I don't want to marry this man. It's arranged or I don't want to be part of this. The judge would just, you know, come back out and say, okay, that's fine. I won't tell him what you said. And then the judge would just come out and say, uh, the clerk's office is closed right now. Um, uh, the clerk got sick or whatever. I don't have the paperwork that I need, you know, or whatever. Uh, you're going to have to come back uh, later on, and we'll see if we can pick it up from there. You know, and that's okay. what I'm saying, because the judge would take a woman in the back and ask her, you really want to be a part of this. Right. But like I said, if you're making a claim, and then say you and your wife get into an argument for whatever it's between here and whenever, uh-huh. and before it comes to court, and then the judge just says to you, "You really want to be part of this?" And she's like, "No, man. He's he's you know he's a wackadoo. I, I don't want nothing to do with this." <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying I tell people make it on their own. Yeah. Right.
4: So if they can separate us, then
3: then it could be a problem.
4: Is what uh, you're saying? It will,
3: it will be a problem. Like I said. Yeah. You know. So like I said, you let her file one. You file one. You she puts it in her words. You put it in your words. That's why I tell people don't cut, copy, paste my stuff. Put it in your own damn words right but then it just looks like you're a zombie it just sounds like you're just a, a follower you're just like a little slave to whatever you're just doing what you're told to do like you right. indoctrinated like oh i agree with man uh malcolm uh it's like oh jesus lord that looks like a call lens statement there right so malcolm came up on his own that's for sure so then right. if you look at your stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, well, whatever. You know, he you know, he just cut, copy, and pasting. it. You know, you got to right. Everybody's got to stand on their own. Right. So, um, like I said, I guess if I saw the claim, it would make more sense to me.
4: Okay. Uh, is that a good email on your site?
3: Uh, trying to think. What's today? Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I read I read emails like first thing in the morning. Like when I wake up, you know, I wake up like six thirty in the morning, and uh, I'll read.
4: Uh-huh.
3: I'll read emails for a while, you know, for about an hour or two, and then I'm done. So I. Guess, right. Yeah, you could send it to me and. Um, okay. Make it so. It's and.
4: Easy. Uh, Okay, and I when I what I when they did that when he did the motion to quash, I sent a letter to to them and informing them that you know I had the uh, you
3: know I guess so let me take a look at what you wrote first like that. Oh, and if you ever uh, are you are you from calling from Texas? Am I what's that calling for me from Texas? No, no, Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Okay, yeah, because there's a Malcolm and. North Carolina, Texas, I was talking to. Oh, so,
4: oh, wow. Have I ever talked to you? No, no, not
3: at all. Okay, because I was going to say, man, because, uh, I mean, do you live up in North North Vegas, or do you live down in Henderson or Green Valley? Or-
4: oh, Henderson? North, north Vegas, because I heard you on one of your videos, you said you was in Vegas for a while.
3: Well, I mean, do you live up by uh, the Air Force Base or near Charleston? I mean, yeah. Where you
4: live? yeah, nearby the Air Force Base, but a little bit west of the Air Force Base. Okay. About um, maybe about five miles west of the Air Force Base. You know Craig Road, right?
3: In Hollywood?
4: Craig Road, which just runs right into the front yeah. gate of the base. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But Craig Road in Hollywood. You know where Hollywood is?
4: Oh, yeah, that's up on Sunrise Mountain.
3: Yeah, yeah, so you're not that far up?
4: No, no, that's east. I'm west on the west side of town, oh, northwest.
3: God. Yeah, you're in a nice park, man. Yeah, oh, it's, oh, it's pretty. Oh, it's oh, Okay. Oh, All the golf courses up there, man. Summerline up there. Yeah, Summerlin Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I'm not as far as some of you have. You uh, you probably left before they built Aliante, which is supposed to be North Las Vegas version of Summerlin.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. And
4: uh, so I stayed near, I'm not in Aliante. I'm right before you get to Aliante. (laughs) Aliante is right behind me. But do you know where Martin Luther King is? Craig Road and Martin Luther King? Yeah, yeah. okay that I'm over in that area, about oh, two miles north of Craig and uh Martin Luther King oh righty. which is okay one side of the street is martin Luther king, the other side is El Camino norte
3: yeah, I know it's only it's funny that uh uh, um, uh hang on two seconds, okay. Yeah, because I used to, uh, when I lived in Vegas, like I said, I'd never heard of that whatever you're talking about.
4: No, okay. When were you out here?
3: Uh, back in the 1990s, I was out there. But Vegas City. Oh, people,
4: okay.
3: Yeah, it's funny, but you've heard of a um I'm trying to think of a big road out there. The easiest one, I guess, that people would know. I lived right off of Craigs Road and Rainbow Boulevard up there. Craig
4: and Rainbow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you was on the other side of the uh, ninety-five freeway, then.
3: Right, just on the other side of the freeway, exactly. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I know that area. Yeah. It's, I
3: mean, uh, yeah, there's nothing. There was really nothing up there at that time. I mean, just the oh closest, yeah, yeah. The closest thing I could see right up my, I sort of looked at. It, it was, there was a road called uh, North. You know, you heard of Tory Pines and Decatur, and. Uh, uh,
0: oh yeah, absolutely, yeah.
3: Yeah, so then I lived off of some road called Valley. I looked, when I stepped out of my driveway, I looked down the street. I was right in front of the North Las Vegas airport. I was just on the north side of the North Las Vegas airport. I could, you know, you know, uh, I could walk down to the airport with no problem.
4: Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you was uh, right there, Then I'm not too far from you
3: from yeah, out, right.
4: that area over there. So, what are you talking about now?
3: Right, I saw the fiesta and Texan. but not Oh, yeah. Park. Right, not at yeah. all. Was that other casino to the Santa Fe? I was in uh
4: Is the F- F- Fiesta and the Texas right, right there on Lake Mead and a Rancho?
3: Right, I could walk down to those places and eat. Right, and I was. Just, uh, it was, I was in between Santa Fe and Texas Casino, right between that. That's where
4: I was. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, so uh, yeah, I
4: used to live uh, right not too before I moved and got married and moved down to where my my wife and I live. I used to live right down from uh, the Texas and Fiesta, about maybe a mile and a half up Lake Mead on uh, let's see, Jones Jones and uh, Lake Mead.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, I know where you are. I'm okay up there, huh? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, you were just south of me. Yeah, you were just on. Yeah. That part of of town, it's got kind of rough.
4: Yeah, it it still is. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. That part of town, Lake Mead and uh, MLK and Lake Mead, man, that was some pretty badass area back then. Uh,
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still pretty bad. Did you, live down there
3: when the Moulin, did you live down there when the Casino Moulin Rouge was still open?
4: Oh, yeah. I got here in 83 yeah, when I used to go to the club down there when I was like 20, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. We used to hang out in the Moulin Rouge.
3: Yeah, yeah. Then it burnt down. Yeah. I, yeah, I lived yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they ever opened it up again, man. That was a crazy area, man.
4: Yeah, they're trying to open it up now. They've knocked it down, and uh, they're trying to uh, raise finance and to rebuild it.
3: Yeah. So yeah, like I said, yeah, they, they didn't make the loop all the way around the city, you know, when I was there. But now I know the loop's all the way around the city.
4: Yep. Uh huh.
3: So you live sure near
4: there.
3: You live in that new loop area.
4: I, yeah, the loop is what they call the two fifteen. It runs right behind me. Yep, oh, okay. about, uh, it's About it's uh, about about a eh, not even about a mile, two miles behind me, I'll say. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. it loops all the way back around toward the base, the racetrack, and it goes all the way back around there.
3: Yeah, Sun City, yeah, but you were just north of yeah. Sun
4: City then. Yep.
3: Yeah, because that was nice out there, man, Sun City. Was all the old, old people lived out there, man.
4: Yeah, yeah. Sun City, Sunderland. Yeah, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I'm saying that's what I said. You were saying that's that's where the highway ended, man. It
4: did, but now you go out there, man, you'd be surprised how far they even went now.
3: You know what I'm saying? There was, nothing past, there was nothing west of the Santa Fe, and there was nothing north of Sun City. I mean, there was nothing.
4: Nothing, yeah. yeah
3: Vegas has grown, grown, yeah. grown, grown, grown. That's wild, man. Yes, sir. I mean, but that's it is that. wild. Yeah. Because I was going to say, because I thought you were the Malcolm, because, uh, because uh, he he tossed me a few bucks, man, on a, a donation thing, and I was just going to say, man. Yeah, I'm I'm,
4: I'm a going I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a toss you a few bucks when, uh, as soon as we hang up and uh,
3: get yeah, back it, to a computer a later on of, the day. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying, put it on a subject line. Put how much, put the dollar amount you donate on the subject line so it's easy for me to find. You don't put a big story. People put subject lines, they put, like, their whole fucking story on the subject line. Like, oh, call, help me. I feel the we right. Oh, Jesus, Lord. You know, look at the subject line. I'm not going to read the email. Right, okay. If I see a dollar amount on the subject line, I say, like, oh, that's somebody who gave me something. I better read this email. You know, right. It's that simple. It's like, oh well, you know, they gave me something, uh, well, I better give them something back, right? So when, okay. I just, when I just see a long subway, like, oh my, my, the government is uh, torturing me and you know, destroying my family. I oh, thought, Jesus Lord, you know, come on, people, I ain't got time for eating all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I heard that. yeah. So definitely, I'll do that to, later on today, and I'll email you. Uh, my claim and the letter, the last thing I sent to them, and uh, All right. and then uh, you can t- take a look at it uh, in the morning and uh, and let me know what you <laughs> think.
3: All right, too, that's Malcolm, man.
4: Eh? Hey, it's a nice call. It, it's a pleasure to talk to you, brother, I, and I mean that affectionately. I don't know you, but through video, but I study, 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 and I more study. And so. um so I think, you know, after all the stuff I've heard over the last five or six years, I've never heard no one, you know, you heard of the common law, but no one has ever said, how do you get there? They always just talk about it, mention it.
3: Right, because like because. They, what they do is English common law, you know, and uh, I just do the basic common law. Like, see, L-O-R-E is common law and not L-A-W, you know, that's that's, the legal society's way of spelling the word law. Uh, law. How do you
4: spell it? How did you spell law in the common way?
3: L O R E. If you Google L O R E, it'll just say the traditions, practices, and customs of a people.
4: Oh, it's common law. Like, okay, it's common. Our, okay.
3: Right, it's not common law. It's not folk law. Uh, right. So okay, I, I got a lot, you. A lot of people call it folk law. You know, but it's right. Common. It's what everybody knows. Everybody knows you can't steal. I don't care. Everybody right. knows. Everybody knows you can't cheat. Everybody knows. Everybody knows these very simple, basic concepts. I don't care where in the universe you go. Everybody understands this. I don't care where in Vulcan. I, I, you tell you take away a Vulcan kid, they're going to go nuts. Right. You know, well, it's in the best interest of the kid. They're, they're going to kill you. You don't take something away that belongs to somebody else. You just don't do it. But they're going to take a piece of paper and convince you that they can do it. It's like I don't care, you know. Or how would you like some Vulcan comes here and grabs your kid and walks off of it? It's Like, well, we're doing it in the best interest of your child. Here's a piece of paper, we're gone.
1: You're like, get up.
3: right, dude? You better take care of my kid before I kill you, right? Uh, you know, we're, we're the great Vulcans, and we're we're better than you. You know, look at us. We're 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 uh, we're green, and we're so much better than you. We're so much smarter. We're doing what's in the best interest of your. Uh, kid you know was like yeah right you drop your green hands off my kid man I don't care what color you are you ain't I don't care what your piece of paper says you touch what belongs to me you, you're on a bad day it's that simple you know right and, and the legal society makes it uh seem that it's okay for them to do it I guess
4: exactly.
3: because they're not green I guess they think they can get away with it
4: right exactly
3: but to me it's still mine you better take your hands off and I mean now <laughs> and I I'm yeah, just trying to get people back into that mindset you know that's mine and take your damn right. hands over. you know it's that simple
4: that simple you're right
3: Right. and I'm not making it complicated I won't do it I won't do it I will not go there I will not trick people into thinking it's more complicated than that and I'm telling you in five years from now ten years from now when this takes off on YouTube and people start learning it they're going to say call Lance Fu well, oh, they're going to say, what? Somebody had to explain to you to say, that's mine, take your hands off it, that's mine, give it back? What do you mean? Somebody had to teach your daddy how to say that? Oh, come on now. Oh, yeah, there's this real smart guy named Paul Lance and he taught us, oh, they'll say, oh, dad, please. I'm three years old, and I knew how to do that. You know, they're gonna, they, they, I'm not going to be, <laughs> it's funny. my Like, what I'm passing on, if it catches on, people are not even going to remember who is like, because it comes so naturally and it comes so simply to everything on planet Earth, they're going to say, there's no way some guy had to explain this to you. You see what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. A caveman would understand. It was funny. Some guy, I wish some guy called me up again, man. Some black guy called me up, and he went back to his motherland, or homeland, or whatever they call it over there in Africa, and he said uh-huh. he went to the village where he came from. He said they had no books or no radio, no electricity. He just wanted to go visit his people. And he said, Man, he said, when I walked into that tribe and I walked into that village and I started talking to him to a translator, he said, Man, it looked like I was walking into a tribe of call lenses. He said, Everybody sounded just like you. I said, oh wow. I said, That's right. I said, because 'Cause I'm teaching you stuff like my dad, he couldn't read it, right? He didn't learn nothing from no book. You know, he just learned things from his dad who's his turn that's what my dad taught me. He said, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing to you He says, but uh this is what my daddy did, and he said his daddy did it, and I'm sure his daddy's daddy did it. He says, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing and why I'm teaching why I'm teaching it, but he says, all I know is this is my job and this is what I got to do. Nothing personal, kid. But he's like, I got to beat the shit out of you to put the knowledge in you. You know, so it's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, daddy beat the shit out of me. That's right, because you have to pound knowledge in. The shit had to go somewhere, so it had to come out.
4: Right. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> you know, so... I've-
4: well, that's great. I thank you for it, man, passing it on. Because, like I said, I've heard a lot of things, and this made the most sense out of all the UCC stuff and all that stuff. Right. Uh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, because, like I said, I'll give you an even better example. Because I could tell you from the MLK area, it's funny, man. Uh, they wouldn't have uh, Disney pulled some uh, movie called The Song of the South. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did you ever hear about that, the movie Song of the South? Uh huh. No, I didn't. Yeah, well, it was. It was about this. Uh, it was about this uh, young boy, who whose uh, daddy was so da- okay. His, this young white boy, whose daddy was so damn busy trying to become successful up in Atlanta, uh, like during the civil war time, that uh, he didn't uh, have time to take care of his own kid. And then his mom was so busy, you know, just running the house, that he was basically on his own most of the time. The boy, so the boy, I th- uh, believe how the movie went. I'm not sure. I don't know where the book goes. The boy I had a dog, and uh, mom didn't want the dog in the house. So he, the so mom threw the dog out, and the kid wanted to run away. So he ran into the woods, and he stumbled into some black man named Uncle Remus, you know, an old white-haired black man named Uncle Remus. And uh, he was just watching this old black man, and uh, he thought he was hiding real good. And um, the old black man saw the boy but didn't, you know, didn't come towards the boy. scare the boy off or nothing. He just started talking to his animals that he was tending to, Uncle Remus tended to, and uh, he was talking to animals and saying, you know what, I bet your mother would, you know, like a puppy or a kitten. It's like, I bet your mama really misses your kitten. I bet, you know, it would be a good idea if you went back to your mama. I bet she's looking for you high and low, and I bet she's crying. I bet she's got apple pie waiting for you. So, you know, the white boy went home eventually. But then the white boy liked watching this old man by himself on his old phone, so he kept watching the old man, you know, through the woods. And then he had a little white girl, you know, his little girlfriend that would ever come would listen to this old man talk to the animals. The old man knew these kids were there. So he was passing down, like, stories through his animals to the kids, to the white kids. And um, what was funny is he was teaching them some very wise ways of looking at the world and wise ways of acting, you know. And he was teaching the kids. He was raising the white kids, you know. You know, mm-hmm. neighborhood white kids were being reared by his stories because the white man was too busy working in Atlanta, and the mama was too busy worrying about keeping up appearances at home. Nobody had time for the kids. Right. So Disney pulled the movies. They had a whole bunch of black folks say, "This is racist." I said, "Racist." I said, "This is showing you that white people are too damn busy acquiring stuff and worrying about what the hell their house looks like." And these white kids are actually learning practical skill, knowledge, survival skills from an old black man. Oh no, we can't have that. Why not? It's to me, it looked ridiculous. It actually, has black folks saying that that's a racist movie. It's like what? It's like oh, that makes the black guy look stupid. No, it looks like he looks like the other cast, and he's talking in single syllable words like me. I talk very simple, very plain. And I make it so a three-year-old can understand me. Now, you know, I could be Uncle Remus or the White World. That's fine. I don't care because I'm passing down this knowledge in the simple a form as possible to have the younger people learn how to survive what they're up against when they walk out into the world. So, like I said, it's it's, it's, it's amazing. And uh, I had a lot of people, you know, I buy that book and read the book. And they're like, holy cow, there's a newspaper, like a editor, a publisher, you know, back in the 1800s who wrote a whole series of these books. And mm-hmm. it, it taught a lot. And all it is is the older folks like me teaching the younger folks, you know, basic practical skills. And this is what we're looking at when we walk out that door into the public. And when you walk into the public, you have to act like a man. And like I said, you have three lives. You've got your public life, you've got your private life, and you've got your secret life. But when you walk out that door, you better know how to act like a man. And when you walk into that courtroom, you better know how to act as a man. You better know how to act as a man. If right. You don't, if you don't, we're gonna teach you how to act. And you're gonna we're gonna pull the strings and you're gonna act this way from now on. You know, so that's all I'm trying to do. So it's funny, I mean I can't believe that uh people don't know it as simply as I do, but like I said, I got lucky and I had a dad who was like an Uncle Remus who couldn't read or write English.
4: Right. Know,
3: but he just knew what he knew because he knew from what he was taught from older people before him. And that's all I'm doing. I'm just passing this stuff on. And I can't believe how popular it's getting. I thought everybody knew this stuff. When I hear people tell me they don't know this stuff, I go, you've got to be kidding me. How don't you know I've known this since I was a little kid. How to, Maybe I don't know all the ins and outs of how to write a certain piece of paper in court. That, that I learned. But uh, how to talk and act like a man. And, you know, you think you're my daddy? You know, I don't care what uniform you got. I don't care what that piece of paper. Like my dad would say, he, somebody tried to throw a piece of paper in front of his face, he'd say, you know, I he going not read it right, but he didn't let them know that. I'd say, I don't care what that says. Why did you write that? No, I didn't write it. No, what the hell do I care what it says? You know what it says? well well that's goody for you. I don't know what it says. <laughs> you didn't write it, I didn't, I didn't I didn't write it. You didn't write it. You know, why don't you get the man down here who wrote it? Tell me that, you know, somehow I'm bound to that piece of paper. Show me. You know, it's like, Well, I'm just the guy's messenger, I'm just a cop, I'm just a messenger, I don't give a damn. You bring that man down here says I've done something wrong and then we'll talk. Well, the commissioner says or the county says, yeah, well, I never met that man. I said, you tell that man come on down here and you tell him I've done something wrong and then we'll talk. So that's all I'm doing to you, teaching you guys. That's, that's basic, simple stuff. I made a whole bunch of videos of last week, last weekend. So uh, I'll try to send you some sort of a link when you uh, send me that.
1: Okay.
3: Way Google. Because i I, I'm trying to make my, my stuff simpler and simpler. And like I said, even a man in England, when he was on my show, he told me, he said he was starting to talk in court and move the court and act in court. And he said the judge stopped him right in the middle of the sentence. And the judge said, sir, I think you're trying to uh, evoke the common law, like conjure it up, like call it up. You know, I think you're trying to rely yeah. on the law. And he said, You know, like, yes, Your Honor. And he said, Well, let me t- give you a one big hint.
1: <laughs>
3: keep it to one syllable words. Make it simple, like me, Buzz, and you, Jane, Jane, steal, bone, give back, bone. Just keep it simple, son. Because if you try to talk like a lawyer, you know, you're going to lose control. You're going to go over into legal land, and you're going to get into a whole bunch of trouble that you can't only imagine. But the, okay. judge just said, the judge just said to him, keep it simple, keep it... T-. The judge said to him, literally, on my show, the guy said, the judge said, I see what you're doing. You're trying to evoke common law. Let me give you a hint. Keep it to one-syllable words. And that's what I tell people. Keep it simple, keep it plain. Okay, gotcha. And we have no A-plus staff in the English teacher. She sees when that lawsuit, she's going to give you an F. She was going to say, "There's no consistency here. There's no periods. There's no flow. There's the there's no creative words. There's no adjectives. This is boring. This is a third grader can write this. It's like, mm, yep, and the third everybody can understand it. That's right. It's like, well, there's no you know creativity here. Good. It's just black and white. That's mine. Give it back.
5: Sure. All right, Malcolm. All right.
4: Okay. All right, Carl, I'll email you today and uh and, and uh you can let me know what you think.
3: Alright, good enough, man.
4: And thank you so much for calling me back. I appreciate
0: it.
3: All God right. bless. All
0: right, Peace. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
5: who's this? This is Dr. Kostick from Texas. Hang on a I was just listening <laughs> to y'all.
3: Now, who's this? Dr. Kostick. Doug?
5: I was just I was just listening to y'all.
3: Oh, okay. No, it's just me. I just, uh, I just think sometimes when I'm making phone calls during the day times, I'm calling people back who called me up earlier in the day. Yeah. I said, I said to myself, you know what, I have hundreds of Hundreds of hours a week that people call me and talk to me, and I'm like, I don't do shows. So I'm like, you know what? I don't do shows because, you know, people don't donate. So I just say, yeah. you know what?
5: I just check on you several times a day because sometimes it's live and sometimes it's not. And uh, I like listening live. But your yeah. concept, I mean, you're, you're, I've been listening to you probably for about two or three uh, years. That uh, thing you just said. And some agent comes up and wants you to hand you a piece of paper and say, "Well, are you the one making the claim?" Well, no, I'm just you're just serving this piece of paper. No, no, no. you said if someone's done me wrong, if I've done someone wrong or owe them something, you send them here. That's the biblical concept of That's if, right. you've done it, if, if someone's done something wrong. If, you, if you've done if some man comes and says you've done me wrong. Well, tell me what it was, because I don't remember.
1: Right. You know? Just, yeah, I wish to act those
5: right. It's real simple, right? You, you you explain it so simple, and I've studied the Bible since I was eight years old, I'm 66 now, and I'm going, wow, that's so simple. All this other legalese crap and uh, accepting papers from people you don't even know or ever even heard
3: of is bullshit. Oh, you know? yeah, and almost every single person that um, works for some sort of collection agency, I always say to them, can you show me your delegation of authority? What? Can yeah. you show me where the man who runs the Bank of America actually told you that you could act on his bank's behalf? Yeah, yeah. You just show me that piece of paper, we'll go from there. And it's well, always... Yeah, you know, like I'm a, well. bill, I'm a bill collector from Bank of America. I said, yeah, okay, okay. You're well, am a bill collector for... Uh, J.P. Morgan, I'm a bill collector from Wells Fargo, I'm a J.P. collector from Chase, you know, Chase Bank. It's like, okay, uh, you got a letter from Jamie Dimon, you know, the president of Chase, and saying that uh, he authorizes you to act on his behalf him and his bank, and that you could collect on a debt. You got that yeah. piece of paper? I still don't see it. Yeah. I looked all through his case file, I looked all through his case file, I don't see a damn thing that says that you got the right to collect on a debt. Are you, uh, are you trying to steal somebody's money? Are you in here and, and today, swearing up and down? That I would. And do uh, you got any proof of that? Are you gonna bring somebody in here and uh, you know? Yeah, you what's the matter? You got a letter from Jamie Diamond himself saying that you yeah. could act on a behalf. Well, yeah, what's the a matter? From, yeah, the what's bankers? the
5: matter? What's the matter with a man or woman coming up here and talking to me? I
3: know. You Whether know,
5: uh, they, they chicken shit or they want to, I think I just got just got in house ways or
3: they're scared oh, or what. Well, they they know better than to come here because they know it's all based on fraud, and they know I'm going to destroy them in court. They know I'm going to ask them a simple questions, and then I'm going to be able to answer them. I want to ask them a simple question: Where have you have you approved any kind of financial loss, harm, or damage by my actions or inactions? no, sir. Well, then who the hell are you to move open a court, man? When there's no damages, because no actions could arise without damages, sir. You do know that, right, sir and Jamie Diamond? Well, yeah, I do know that. So you 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 made you opened the court and you know that there's no action because there's no damages, and you did it anyway? Well, no, I didn't say you owed the bank any money. Well, who did? You see what I'm saying? It's just a lot of fun, you know, once people start talking simple and plain again. Yeah, like you said, who or what says
5: I owe them anything?
3: Bring them
5: up here. Bring them them to my face, you know? Tell them. them. Yeah, go
3: ahead. Yeah, that's it. No, it's that simple. Real uh-huh. successful I,
5: so I, like I do because of the de education process that we've gone through for decades, people have hard i got one here close by me that's having a hard time grasping it He's gone into the legalese legalese shit and just can't just can't get what you're saying i don't you know i I think it's some kind of mental
3: disorder well, look at my have been. Sister, yeah, she's a school teacher, and she's told me um Man, I don't know. It must be about ten years now. She said they uh, stopped teaching grammar in school. Yeah. yeah. She they, she said they stopped teaching like you know how to form sentences, punctuations, semicolon. She said they just stopped. the people, you know, they go, oh, our kids don't need to know grammar. You know, they just, you know, they, they don't need to know. <laughs> you know, they just, you know, need to put their name on this form. The form's already filled out for them. They don't need to know how to write a letter. We got that for them. Just put your name on his form, and uh, that's it, you know.
5: Yeah, if sign here.
3: Sign here. I mean, here. I mean yes. they still teach him reading. They still teach him how to read the form. You know, like, so it's all voluntary still. The, the judge can say, did you read that form that you signed? Yes, sir. Did you understand everything on that form? Yes, sir. You know, what did that form say? And then he reads it like a parrot. And then, like, you know, he doesn't actually know what it means, but he just reads it like a, you know, trained monkey, a trained parrot, a trained, you know, dog, you know. And just, you pronounce, know.
5: pronounce the words.
3: Yeah. He's like, okay, you you know, good, you read it. So now it's all voluntary. You signed it. Yeah, signed the form. But they're not going to say, hey, Judge, what is? why do you got a comma in here? Or Why do you got a semicolon, or, you know, on this form? What What is this form? What is it really reading? Because I don't understand why you put a semicolon there. So... Like my sister said, they stopped teaching grammar in school about 10 years ago. So kids don't know, you know, how to even form a sentence.
5: Well, what they did in my day, they they separated his, history, which was bullshit, from English, and they put English and some of the most, the, the grammar and English and the most boring freaking stories that possibly could be. And of course, the history was more interesting. I got to put history and English and grammar together. But the history was a lie too.
3: You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, the history is whoever wins the war, right? Whoever's got the gun makes history books.
5: Yeah. Then they yeah. took prayer and Bible classes out of school back in
3: '63, '64.
5: You know. Now look what you got.
3: Yeah. I've I've been You know, controlling the people at the end of a gun. You know, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I went home,
5: gripe and complained about the taking Bible uh, prayer, prayer and Bible study out of you know out of school. My parents said, "Well, this just the way it is." I said, "You ought to be good. Don't go down the PTA and tell them you're pulling me out of school." And the whole damn uh, school should be saying the same thing. Well, you can't you know, fight city hall.
3: You know, like that Roosevelt guy said. You know, Teddy said. He said, uh, "You know, if the people won't govern themselves, we'll govern them." Yeah. You know, if you guys are ungodly, un- unruly people, we'll rule you. We'll, uh, we'll God, we'll make you. We'll, you, will be your God. If you don't have a God, we'll make, we'll be your God. You know, you don't have a God? Well, we'll be one for you. How's that? We'll take care of your God problem. You. Well, the Ten
5: Commandments is the foundation of this country, and the ninth ninth commandment is, do not bear false witness, and that's all that comes through the system nowadays, pretty much. Correct. Right.
3: But like I said, you know, when people were complaining about that Obamacare and uh, and how it became like a uh, uh, you know enacted into law. Yeah, the Justice, the Justice Roberts guy. Everybody's like, wow, I can't believe Justice Roberts, a conservative, said that Obamacare was constitutional. And it was. <laughs> it was what it is. Is he's he, like in his opinion, he said Obamacare isn't for the people of the United States of America, Obamacare is for the citizens of the United States, not for the people. Right. So if you don't know the difference between the people of the United States of America and the and citizens of the United States of America, <laughs> you know, that's not his damn problem, that you don't know the difference. 180 degrees off from each other. Right. Like it's right. So one is for the Hussein, yeah. Uh, Coca-Cola could uh, create a, an insurance policy for their, you know, their members of their family, for their members of their Company, for their employees, for their citizens. That's fine, because that's a citizen. It's just a member of a family. That's fine. Do whatever you want for your family. It's not unconstitutional, but don't think you're going to do it in the name of the people. The people have nothing to do with it, but the citizens, yeah, sure. You can do whatever you want to the citizens. You can do whatever you want to your child, Spanky. It's it's voluntary. Um, (laughs) Right. If you wish to be a citizen, you know, then he can make business for you, because he's daddy. He's daddy Obama. You well, a daddy I, that's why you, brought out. you know man
5: and woman is very important to be a man or a woman, you
3: know, and you agree to play by the rules if your daddy wins this time, you listen to your daddy. if somebody else's daddy wins, well, you listen to that daddy. you want to be a voter, go ahead and vote for a daddy. You need a daddy, go get a daddy, yeah, you know if you need somebody to lead you. God bless you, you know I'm okay i'm a, I don't need no daddy, Thank you anyway, I got this covered, yeah. I, am I' ready? I forever went to the federal government for help. And I said, the federal government, please help me. I don't know, one time that they said, yeah, here you go. Whatever you need, we're here to help. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I asked, hey, man, the state took my kids. Can you help me? Don't call us up. Don't, don't bother our office with that nonsense. We can't do anything to help you, blah, blah, blah. Go learn how to be a man and take care of this business yourself. I mean, you I go that's what they told me. said, so, you know, there's nothing we could do for you. When you know how to act like a man in court, you'll be able to figure it all out on your own. Yeah. You have to go ask them
5: for something. They say, here, sign here.
3: Yeah, well, no, they'll just say, we can't help you. Yeah. I've never heard them say, I've never heard anybody go up to the federal court or anybody say like that and just say, they said, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's all your dreams come true. Yeah. know, no, i never heard them say, here's a blank check. You know, here you go. Here's all your problems solved. <laughs>
4: They
3: they from you, oh yeah, they yeah. don't say we print the money, we'll just make more. Oh wow bless you, forgive me for that. Yeah, that's okay, we print the money, we'll just make more.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, just like Greenspan said, you know, on that uh oh, who's that man who died on CBNBC? Uh, NBC? The big Irish guy. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he said on that guy's Sunday morning show, he says, What national debt? you know, what US government debt? He says, I have my finger on a button. Uh, you know, Chris Matthews, I think. I don't remember his name. Not Chris Matthews, another one. The man who died. Looked a lot like Chris Matthews. Walter Cronkite? No, no, no. He's an Irish guy. Big Irish guy, man. Oh, no. He was a Sunday morning talk show guy on NBC for years, man. He, he, uh, he had a stroke. You know, just before one of his shows and died. I don't remember his name. But anyway, uh, good guy. Good, just regular Irish guy, you know. You, You know, Boston kind of guy. And uh, he just said, uh, Greenspan just said, "What debt?" He said, "I hit the button. And we all go back to zero. He says, "You know, there is no debt." He says, "What the hell are you talking about? Who do we owe? We don't owe anybody. There's no man or woman who's going to say we owe him any damn thing. Who's going to come here? Well, some guy named Bob is going to say we owe I owe Bob eighteen trillion dollars." <laughs> it was like, like, it was like was Greenspan,
5: Greenspan. There's a Greenspan YouTube where he says what got him taken out of office, the Greenspan. He said uh, something like, there is no debt or something like that. We just print money out of thin air.
3: It's still well, on. I looked it up about a month ago. Say, he didn't say we, well, he said that. He said that?
5: Yeah, he got taken out uh, being president of the Federal Reserve for saying it. Yeah, you
4: know, well, just, that's
5: Google Google Greenspan says something that gets him taken out of the presidency of the Federal Reserve. It, it was up last month
3: it was oh, wow.
5: for a long time.
3: Well, that's why I tell people to look for it all the time on the Internet. I said, you'll find it. I said, Alan Greenspan was on this man's show. I remember seeing it back in, oh, I don't know, back in 1990, 2000, 2001, right around there. Yeah. And uh, Tim, Tim Russett, that's his name, Tim Russett. See, I knew I'd get his name eventually. You, uh, you're yeah. old enough, you find know who Tim Russett was.
5: You're good at that.
3: Yeah, so uh, Tim Russett says, uh, ask him on a show. And he tell, he just starts laughing about it. He says what, what trillion dollar debt? There's no such thing. He says, who do, who do we owe? Some man named Bob. Some guy named Bob's going to say, hey, United States government, you owe me eighteen trillion dollars. You know, pay it up. <laughs>
1: who, who
5: do we
3: owe? <laughs> Nobody.
5: There's no man
3: we owe.
4: Who do we owe? <laughs>
5: He said something like that, and it got him taken out of
3: this. Hey, whether he said it or not, I I could say it right now. I could say right now we got a, a t- $100 trillion debt. Who is going to come to court and say, the people of the United States of America owes me $1 or owes me $100 or owes me $1 ain't a billion? Gonna happen. Dollars. ain't so, going to happen. It, no man is ever going to come forth and say, open up a court and say, you know what? The United States of American people of the United States of America owes me $100. Oh yeah, how's that? Well, see, they're in debt. See, and they borrowed this money from me. That's ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: They
5: can borrow from the. They can borrow from the United States citizen. They they
3: borrow. Did they borrow from who? Not a what. They borrow from who? Yeah. I didn't ask you what they borrowed from. I asked you who did they borrow this money from. Oh, yeah. from, from Bob Smith, Al. Al Johnson? Who do they who do they borrow this money from? Tell me.
5: Birth certificates, probably. Oh who? Not what? Who? Yeah. Yeah, who? Yeah. And what? I said
3: who. Yeah, you're right. Of course I'm exactly. correct. Exactly. Who did they borrow this money from? Nobody. Yeah. What they borrowed it from? I don't give a damn. They did borrow it from a pine comfort. for all the hell I give a damn. That pine comfort and it makes Prince money, God bless him. For the, you know, the pine cone puts zeros and one digits on a computer somewhere and puts a whole yeah. bunch of zeros behind it. God bless that pine cone. I don't give a damn. <laughs>
5: it's funny.
3: you as know. Long I, as, the, as long as that magic keeps happening, I don't give a damn how it's happening.
5: Yeah, I've come to that realization myself. I used to go, wow, man, this scheme is hard to wrap your head around. It's real simple. It's
3: yeah. real simple. Who do we owe the money to? Nobody. And the more and more you guys are starting to figure this out, I mean, the more and more you guys will start calming the hell down.
1: Yeah.
3: Stop saying, chill oh my out. God, with $20 trillion in debt, oh my God, you know, this is going to, what's <laughs> going to happen? Who's going to come to court and make a claim for that money to be paid? Who? Who's, Who's going to pay? Pay?
5: If everyone gets this down, they're going to chill out and start having a yeah, start
3: Everybody's, everybody's going to mellow out and say, holy shit. This is a lot of fun. Except for the people who are trying to, you know, like, uh, you know, like, suck the life out of people, like lawyers and judges and stuff like that, you know, people like that who are trying to get people to lose their homes that they pay, you know, if they put $900,000 into on a $100,000 loan and they're trying to take it back on, uh, you know, because they owe a uh, two months' mortgage and they can't pay it or something like that. And it's like, wait a second, this guy just spent $900,000 keeping this place up for 30 years. You're going to take yeah. it away from him? What? $20,000, 30000 oh, come on now, stop. Without that man, that house wouldn't have been there. Stop trying to Definitely. steal his man's house. And they laugh about it. Right, you know he put equity into this thing. You know he's entitled to a hell of a lot. Of, it may, okay, maybe he can't pay you back the last twenty grand, hundred grand, whatever, but you know, you're going to pay him everything that he put into it. You're going to give him all that money back for the upkeep and maintenance of it for all these years. Well, no. He put in a deck, in a driveway, in a pool. You want to pay him for that? No. It's like, well, yeah. gee, you know, that's just to swell of you. You know, you just go steal from the man then. Well, if we get away with it, yeah. If he doesn't know any better, of course we are. Yeah. That's just the scene. You know, they know better. Yeah, it's they know like, it better. When I bought a truck from somebody a year ago up in Pittsburgh, you know, um, uh, he was so excited selling me the truck because I didn't realize there was a mechanical problem with it, but he was so excited I just gave him uh, so, uh, an envelope with money, and I said, you count it out, count out another you know, 3500 So he was so excited he counted only 2500 and I still was watching him count, and I realized he miscounted. So then I said, we signed the paperwork and gave me the keys and all that stuff. I said, you're very happy with the transaction. We're okay with everything. Everything's fine. You're, you're, you're all right? He says, yeah. He says, I'm happy as hell. I said, Okay. You wanna count that money again? He says, No, it's all here. I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna count it again? And he counted it, and it was only twenty five hundred. And I said, uh, to him, I said, Now would you like the thirty five that we agreed on? And he's like, Well, yeah, sure. That'd be nice of you. I said, You know, I don't have to give it to you. I said, But I will. I said, and uh part of me is when I when I got uh, drove it home from Pittsburgh, some man named Mark from Detroit. Uh, He's a uh, a, a nice guy from Detroit, I know, Mark. Um, He's a Chaldean. He's a Chaldean, and uh, like Persian. And uh, he speaks, you know, their language. I'm trying to remember their language. Armenian, it's uh, Aramaic, he speaks. And uh, he uh, followed me home while I was driving a truck. Well, uh, I drive trucks very, like, I guess... uh, gently compared to Mark and walked over the last quarter mile of the way home from my buddy's shop. And uh, he hit the brakes and his foot went right to the floor. And when I got it home I saw this man just rigged up the brakes just to make it down the road, but all the brake lines were rotted and I had to replace all the brake lines. Now I could have died on the way home from West Virginia, you know I had to go to the West Virginia Mountains, Maryland, and I had to come down into the into the valley. Sure. And his man sold me a truck here yeah, with some Jimmy rig nonsense in mm-hmm. uh, the brake system. You know, he just put a little piece of two-inch tubing in there. And, uh, and it was, since it was Pittsburgh, it was all salt rod underneath there. And uh, he knew that the brakes lines had to all be replaced. Yet he sold me a truck. Wow. You know, some, so, yeah, I, I did the right thing, and I paid him the thirty-five, And I could have mm-hmm. just left, you know, and just said, screw him. But then I'm thinking to myself, maybe if I said screw him, and I kept the thousand in my pocket, my, my, the brakes would have went to the floor on me, going down the mountain, and that would have served me right for screwing this guy out of a thousand. Yeah. But now, you know, since I, I had bad brakes, you know, it didn't cost me too much money um, to get them replaced because me and my friend know how to do this for a living. You know, it only cost me three hundred dollars, but still. You know, the guy would have, should have been decent enough to say, look, man, he was nice enough to tell me about the um, money. i got to tell you the truth, too. You know, um, the brakes are shot. Be real careful on the ride home, okay? Yeah. He said, well, you could have showed me, like, look, it leaks right here, and I had to put a piece of tube right here to just get me home one day. But I'd be real careful about you. And then he could have said to me, now, if you want to, you don't have to buy the truck, you know, I'll give you back your money. But, see, some people just work that way. And that's what I try to say about, like, lawyers and judges like that. They know that you're getting a bad deal. They know they could jump up and say, hey, you know what? That's fine. You didn't object. You know, this is wrong. You know what? I'm going to step up and say, look, sir, the bank is going to take your house. You you owe hundred grand, sixty grand, whatever they're going to take it. Let me tell you what, sir. I'm the judge. Honestly... You must have paid how much money for upkeep and maintenance over the years? You know, three, four $400,000 in interest. You know, you, 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 you made a lot of payments on this home. You know, you kept it up. You know, you paid all the taxes. You know, you're entitled to something. Why didn't you come back and make a claim for equity, or at least sweat equity, for the maintenance of the place? Because if you didn't take care of it for 20 years, it would have turned into a jungle. It would have been ridden by, you know rats and raccoons and squirrels it would have been destroyed if you can take such good care of it for the last 20 years and keep painting and fixing the roof and washing the windows would be a pile of dust by now. So why don't you make a claim for the least sweat equity, sir? Don't—I'm not I'm not going to let the bank walk off thinking it's funny and laughing while you're crying. You know what? This ain't right.
2: And like I said, yeah. because
3: I don't see judges doing that and they know that's the right thing to do, but they're like, no, nah, you know what? I can't help one side or the other. Oh, bullshit. That's still your fellow man. You know he's still being harmed. You've got to you forget the fact that you're a, a cop or a soldier or, a, or whatever. You, you're you pointing a gun at another man. You just have, you to... ever
5: heard, have you ever looked on wallbuilders.com? com? That's, no. that's a guy that uh, has the foundation of our country written on biblical principles, just like you're talking. You treat your fellow man. They got a book in the 1600s there was our sixteen forty nine or fifty the the ethics of the Bible. That's where the Declaration of Independence, the constitution, uh the you know, all those principles were laid out. And he's right, got a really good side on that,
3: you know. Right, well I'm saying it's nice that people could read it in man's written form of words, you know, through publications. Yes. But this is how I try to drill it into people's skulls like crazy. My dad couldn't read it right. Yeah. So, constitutions and declarations of independence and Bibles meant nothing to him. Nothing yeah. meant zero. The principle of
5: right and wrong, did was in his mind. It was
3: in his heart. Yeah. A dog knows when he's doing wrong. A dog knows when he's doing right. A dog knows when they're stealing from another dog. A dog knows the consequences of that theft. That that other dog is going to try to tear its throat out. Everything knows the chances of right or wrong. Everything has some sort of a consciousness like that, that I'm not understanding, that you can't steal that which is not yours. And for some reason, people are being led to believe that if we put it on a piece of paper, it makes it okay to steal. And it doesn't. So they, they try to reason it, you know, through, they try to, you know, defy nature, defy the laws of nature.
5: Well, and what they do, like I think you've said before, someone has said that the way they sleep at night its way well, he did it to himself
3: because he didn't know the law, well, like so. I say to too, it's like you know you know like th- th- there has to be good and evil in this world, there has to be a balancing act, you know the the people who believe what they believe they don't believe they're evil, they believe what they're doing is okay, you know, so somehow their mind is just works at that level, and my mind works at this level, so obviously I attract people half of the world who likes my style, and then you are going to have the other half of the world that believes in abortion and You know, post-abortions and eugenicists, and they're going to have the other half that totally believe, hey, you know what, if they're 65 years old and they're not productive and they're a consumer instead of a a producer, you know what, they should be uh, taken someplace and just uh, put out the pasture, you know, and stop consuming. So, like I said, if you go to YouTube, go to YouTube, since you said that about YouTube, go to George Bernard Shaw. He had a really long white beard back then, and uh, he wrote Pygmalion, you know, My Fair Lady, that guy. And yeah. uh he that my fair lady was taking like a piece of crap, a woman got a snipe in the street and making a lady out of her that kind of guy. you can assist somebody who thinks he can manipulate you know people and uh watch what he says. Watch what he says back in like nineteen uh like twenty eight he says on a on a film he says, you know it's a little short clip. He says he believes that every man or woman uh, you know in every county should have to go to a county board once every two years and before the county board they're going to explain to the county board how they produced for the county how they produced for their community for the society that they live in if they've been found to be consumers other than producers instead of being producers and their consumers they are to be removed from society and to be placed you know in like a facility where they can produce instead of being consumers they have to show why they should still be allowed to exist in society you know so right it's nowadays right well watch it it's on YouTube, George Roshaw you know you know talking about being a producer, a consumer, and then it's funny that you see somebody like uh George Bush jr saying, "Go out and consume, go out and consume, do your patriotic duty, go out and consume you know it's like, no, you're supposed to produce, we're supposed to be producers, not consumers, but you see how they got us totally believing in the opposite that to be a consumer is the right thing to be and not to be a producer. If we're going to produce, they're going to tax us, they're going to slow us down, they're going to put regulations and controls on us, they're going to keep us doing everything that we can from being productive members of society to being consumers. That's the new golden rule. Because that way they have no problem getting rid of us. Like, do you produce anything? No. You know, what? so what good are you? You just consume, don't you? Yes, well, then what good are you? You're no good for nobody. You know, get rid of them. So, like I said, you know, just go watch that YouTube thing, but i got to go right now. i got a lot to do today. Okay,
5: Carl, nice talking to you, man. All right. Hey, I'll talk to you guys soon enough. And All right, was who was I talking to, Doug? Dr. Caustic. All right. It was good, talking <laughs> out there. good talking to you, man. Have a good day. You too. Bless. <clears throat>